Welcome to Conscious Contemplation. Today I am joined with Aaron, the men's coach, live from Queensland. Aaron, you are my third person from Queensland to come on the podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, so as a men's coach, what do you get up to in your day-to-day life? That's a good question, actually, because I'm, I'm, I'm focusing more on coaching men about purpose and what they get up for. So this is actually a good question. Um, so I like to live my values. So values for me, um, learning, teaching, business, health. So when I get up in the morning, all I think about is going to the gym. I think about what can I learn today? Who am I going to coach? Who am I going to teach? What content am I going to put out? Um, who am I going to serve? Yeah, that that's the stuff. And then obviously I like to mix in fun. So whether I'm going for a skate, going for a surf, watching some comedy, like or go on YouTube, that kind of stuff. That's pretty much what keeps me going. And connections, connecting mm-hmm. with people. So mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my secret source on getting out of bed and, and loving my day. So what did you learn today? I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, what did I learn today? Well, I didn't do heaps of learning so far, so a little, a little something about me. I'm actually, anyone that knows me really, really well knows I'm a night owl. So um, probably not the best habit, but I'm up at night and I do a lot of my learning in bed at night for some reason. So during the day, I do the act. I'm more active during the day and then late at night, I do a lot of the learning. But today I did doc, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's, um, it was an hour-long meditation. It was great. He went through the energy systems, which was, I don't know what happened. I'm still trying to integrate because I literally did it about 10 minutes before I got in here. I just woke up and uh, I don't know what happened, but it was really good. I really got into my body, had some visualizations, some some epiphanies. Um, so can't say I learned heaps from it, but yeah, I think the learning will happen tonight. Mm-hmm. I can keep you posted. Okay, sounds good. I've done that meditation and I think I got about 30 minutes in and I just got like to the point where I was like, no, I'm over it. And I, yeah, yeah, got up because it's like the same thing, isn't it? Just like repeating for like once it gets the halfway mark, it just keeps doing like the same kind of thing. It just repeats. It just repeats. Um, So that's a good challenge. I might actually give myself that meditation um in the morning i'll start with that see if i can get yeah. through the whole hour and i will say like it's definitely not something for beginners <laughs> no you can, you can do um you can do 20 minute ones you can do um there's 10 minute ones 20 minute 30 minute so if you can't do because an hour is a long time let's face it that's so a long time long. yeah to sit still and listen to and repeat the same thing I honestly, though, it put me into a sleep. I, I woke up with a couple of snores. I was like, <laughs> and like had to wake up a couple of times. So I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, a 10 minute to 20 minutes, a good start, starting point. Yeah. Right. So as a men's coach, what do you see men struggle with most often? It's, it's a mixed bag, but um, in general, the, the, the general umbrella of what they struggle with is vulnerability. So men... We met us, me, um, not so much me as much anymore, but I'm still struggling at times, which is vulnerability, opening up, opening up to other brothers, opening up to people, opening up being yourself. I think men struggle to be themselves because themselves, ourselves, we, we have feminine and masculine um, aspects to us, every human, 
obviously like myself and a lot of men, we, we lean way more towards masculine, but we still have feminine traits. We have vulnerabilities. We have insecurities. Not that that's always feminine, but we have soft side to us. We have a feminine side, but men really struggle to unlock that side. And because they do that, they shut off half, half of themselves and pretend to be this way. And then they wonder why at 30 years old, they don't know who the fuck they are. They don't know why they've got depression. They don't know why they're suicidal. They don't know why they've got anxiety. They don't know why, where they're going in life because they don't know themselves because they've locked half themselves out the whole lives. And it's not their fault because a lot of the times it was conditioned from parents, from it could be loving parents, by the way, just parents telling the boys, boys don't cry and be, be, be tough. You know, you've got this and, and, teaching men to be tough when really they weren't tough. They actually needed some, they needed some, someone to cry on. They needed some support with their emotions. So men really struggle in that aspect. They struggle to open up the feminine side to them. And the funny thing is the more I've opened up, I was actually just five minutes before the, so I finished the meditation 10 minutes before this podcast. And then I was like, fuck it. I've got five minutes. I'll just watch my old videos because I'm redoing old courses that I built like four years ago. And um, uh, fuck, I just forgot where I was going with that. Just totally lost me. What was I going on about? Vulnerability. You were, yeah, your feminine side, rebuilding old courses, looking at the videos. Old courses, yeah. Um, well, so when I was when I was watching myself from that lens, I could see back then. I was about that's where I was going with it. Thank you. So, <laughs> three to four years ago, I was a mindset coach. I was doing mindset in two thousand seventeen. And 2020 had this big, big emotional uh, thing that happened. We can go into later, but had this big thing happen. And I realized that I was running from my emotions. Even as a mindset coach, I was running from my vulnerabilities and I was just watching a video. It's a really good course. It's about purpose, values, mission, all that. It's really good still. But I was watching myself and I was going, fuck. I was like, yeah, you don't know how to be vulnerable. I was looking at myself back then, even as a mindset coach, I had a lot of skills in the mindset. I was really, I was quite, um, I, I was quite, my energy was way more masculine. I'm actually a lot more relaxed now. Um, but it was funny cause I was just looking at my, my version back then going, God, if I could just tell you, you don't need to, you can be a bit more vulnerable. I just, it was just funny. I was just watching myself then thinking that. So, Men struggle with that. Men struggle with um, communication with partners a lot. So, as you know, you're you're in a you're in a relationship. If you haven't figured this out by now, sometimes us men we don't communicate the same as you, <laughs> and we have different communication styles. So we butt heads. So f- females and males. Um, by the way, someone got really upset. I said females on my post. We can say that for later. It's quite funny. Um, but anyways, females and males butt heads in communication so a lot of men struggle so they'll come to me and go i don't know my relationship she's wanting me to be this i don't she says i don't talk enough da, 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 da. but we have different communication styles so men struggle in relationships a lot men struggle with the with um with a lot of things to be honest mm-hmm. there's, there's many things can we touch on the communication styles can you elaborate yeah. on that for us so what's the difference between how a female communicates to a male? First of all, have you heard of a man cave before? That men have to have a man cave. Have you heard about this? 
Yeah, I feel like I personally need a, yeah. my own like spiritual yeah. like woman cave in the future for sure. But yes, I yeah, have yeah. women can definitely need a woman cave too. So it's <laughs> yeah. not you know they can definitely need it too. But men <laughs> in general, um, we process things differently. So in general, because um, and if this is if this there's no video if everyone's watching this on audio, I'm doing the the. What do you call it there? Quotation marks. Yeah, quotation, yeah. Um, In general, because I always get attacked, "Ah, they're not always like this. Yes, in general, men, (laughs) uh, we deal with our emotions typically by ourselves in in isolation because that's how we think. We think and process by ourselves. So that's why a lot of men will go home and um, they'll just go to their man cave and have a beer or whatever. Because actually what they're doing is they're unwinding for the day and they're processing. Because men, we process differently in general. Okay, Females in general tend to process by talking, talking and, and, and getting it out by talking straight away. We don't as much. We, so we can talk and we can process differently, but we need time to ourselves first. So if a man goes to work nine to five, comes home, and the, the partner wants to talk straight away and he's, he's all he's gone weird on her, it's because she needs to back off him a bit and give him some Mm -hmm. space Mm -hmm. so he can process. And once he processes, he'll come back and be the nicest man ever. But if you keep probing him and take – because what happens is, and this is not to blame the female or the male, this is just what happens. Let's say the man comes home, he's had a big fucking day. Can I swear? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay, thanks. He's had a big day and um, the partner is like, how was your day? Even if she's been nice, how was your day? da 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 Sometimes that's overwhelming for a man. Just give him some space and, and he'll come back. But if you keep going and, you, and, and because you're taking it as you're getting rejected from him because he doesn't want to talk to you, now you're making it about yourself when it's not even about you. It's about him and his own process. He's just processing things. And, and it's not the female's fault because she processes differently. So she's thinking it's about her because she doesn't understand that we're different, right? Mm-hmm. And she'll keep going and keep going. And then what he's going to do He'll either snap and go, just fuck off, or he'll cower down and just, yeah. just go into a shell mm-hmm. and just, just dissociate or shut down. And he's not listening to her anyways, but he's just dissociated and putting up with it. And then you've got two walls and you can't have intimacy in, 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 a, in a partnership because there's a communication issue. Intim- intimacy happens when we both understand each other and we understand each other intimately and we can communicate in each other's communication styles. If you know your your boyfriend or husband is coming home and he needs space, give him space. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice that he will open up to you. And once he opens up, you'll feel loved because then he'll be open to communicate. If you don't do that, you're going to take it that that you've done something wrong or, or he hates you or maybe he's cheating or you have these thoughts going on, but it's probably not going on at all. Um, and he's just needing to uh, go into his own space. So that's one big difference in communication that – both sides don't get. And men, on the other hand, what they need to do is go, uh, they need to communicate effectively as well because mm-hmm. it's their responsibility to communicate that they need space. Hey, and, and communicate that it's not about the partner. Hey, this isn't about you. Um, I love you, but I need space. Just give me half an hour and I'll come back. How's that feel? Yeah, that's good. Now, if she's not okay or he, whatever, whatever you're into, um, if they're not okay with that, then that's your partner's, that's their issue. That's their mm-hmm. issue then. If you've communicated 
that I need space and then they don't listen to you, okay, that's on them. They've got some shit to work on. But if, you, if a man isn't communicating, hey, I love you and this is not about you, give me some space, please. In half an hour, I'll come back and I'll, I'll have a nice deep chat with you. If they're not saying that, then it's on them. Because the female doesn't typically know how we communicate either or how we deal. So that's, the, that's one of the biggest things I see and that's the issue I had when I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like, um, you know this, but I told you my partner's a gardener. So now that we're back home and we're no longer doing van life in each other's face 24-7, our communication is amazing because he's alone all day. So he can process all day while he's at work. So he actually has so much time and space to hear me as I communicate all the stuff that, like, when we're on the road, he was like, I don't want to hear it because... Yeah, like you said, yeah. he was processing. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that feel when he's 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 at work? He's got all this time to to process. He comes home. How do you feel? How do you, how does it make you feel when he's like that? Mm, yeah, really like present. He's always very yeah. like excited to see me. Excited to right. spend time with me. Um, right. Wants to know about every single detail. You know, never shuts me down. Uh-huh. Um, very open. Yeah, it's good. It's a good communication, but yeah, yeah. definitely, um, you know, if we didn't have our own separate day-to-day lives, yeah, it would be too much. Yeah, it gets overwhelming. And then obviously, like, you know, you throw kids in there and, and all the other responsibilities. It gets hard for people in, you know, marriages, and that's why there's so many, many marriages. I think it's crazy. I think it's two-thirds or something, or maybe half to 60% end up in divorce. A lot of the times it's communication issues big time because imagine imagine two humans being together for years and not knowing that they have different communication styles literally and they're mm-hmm. trying to and they're just not communicating because they're different people a lot of issues start from that mm. so yeah 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 so now that you're doing this work and you're living in a van how yeah. is that working for you are you finding it like a really good work life balance yeah, like really good. And to be honest, I get a little bit so like today. I was like, I am like this is what I'm living now is something I because I to be honest, I used to be you could call it quotations again, air quotations. If this is on audio, I used to be a workaholic. I, all I did was work. I used to hustle. I was a hustler. I had, I had a gym. I was all I did was fucking work. Like that's literally that was all my life. I never had fun. I never. It was all about making the money, being successful, and just getting shit done. So I struggled with that, and now I look at my life, and it's probably gone. It went probably too far that way where I just stopped doing any hustling and had too much fun. That was probably 2020, 2021, and I was like, all right, I need to probably balance that a little bit, come back to work. So I'm getting good balance again. So literally, I feel like I'm in a good balance. I thought about that today. Mm. I woke up. I went for a walk along the beach in Gold Coast. I was like, holy shit. This is something I dreamed about. I went and did some work. Uh, you know, did the meditations, did, it's great. You know, I got a client tonight. So I feel like the, the balance is, is it's always shifting. Obviously there's never, you never get it perfect. It's never, but it's, it's definitely coming back to, I've got fun. I'm enjoying life. It kind of feels like I'm on holiday, even though I'm living here and I have a purpose and I have a mission and I've got income and I'm doing what I love and I'm serving others. So I do feel like I've, that balance is quite good. Do you feel like every day can be a holiday? Uh, oh God, you know, are you, are you psychic? Because, uh, 
So I, I was thinking this is my same. new thing. I'm like, I've been telling yes. people, I'm like, my new thing is every day can be a holiday. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I think it can be. But it's and I say, are you a psychic? Because that. So I was walking along the beach today, and I was like. I literally still feel like I'm on holidays. I'm like, it's been three months here. I'm like, when is this going to stop? Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I live here now. This is my, this is my, this is my home, Gold Coast. This is not a holiday. But I was like, what the fuck's a holiday? I'm like, oh, I get to choose it to be. It's I'm choosing it to be a holiday. Mm-hmm. I choose it to be a holiday. I'm going to the beach and having fun. If I chose that this was my home and it's not a holiday, I reckon I would start to get too serious and I'll stop going to the beach. I'll stop doing walks. I'll I'll stop doing all the fun things and then I enjoy. I think it can be a holiday. I think um, uh, people are in positions where they, how do I say it? People have put themselves in positions where they've made a life for themselves that they're kind of stuck in, whether they've got mortgages, they've got all these things they committed to that they actually um, feel trapped in. So they feel like it's hard for it to be a holiday because they're trapped in a nine to five they don't want to do because they're going to pay the bills and They've got all these commitments. So I do get for a lot of people, they're in a bit of a trap and it'll be hard to feel like they're on a holiday. But to answer your question, it's possible. Yes, 100%. I'm living it. I feel like I am living it. Yeah. And can you talk about the Gold Coast communities? Because I know they're so active and there's so many different conscious communities. So which ones have you been going to? What do you enjoy? Yeah, so so I've been... So it's been six and a half months, six six months and two or three weeks. So I've been away from Adelaide in the van. Um, and I left because I didn't actually know. I was like, I don't know where I'm going, but I know Adelaide's not it for me now, right now. It's always home for me, born and bred there. I'm, I will be back there. My heart's there, but something was off with it and I needed to leave. And I've traveled to, New, um, not New Zealand, uh, Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales, and what I felt like I was doing, I realized along the way, I was like, I feel like I'm window shopping. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm window shopping for where I want to settle for a bit. I was like, where does my heart pull me? And I was like, I'm not settling anywhere until I just settle without even knowing it. And that's what happened in Gold Coast. I didn't get here and go, I'm staying in there. I just, I just kept staying there. I was like, it, it went a week, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great place. Two weeks, met a couple people, three weeks, four weeks, a month, two months. I was like, holy shit. This is the place for me. And the reason I believe I settled here is because of the conscious communities. There are so many conscious communities here. And the reason why I personally like it is because I was in Byron Bay, which I loved. I was there for, I think, three weeks. Uh, and I felt so relaxed. I was hanging out with the backpackers. I was, like, chilling. Like, it was great lifestyle. But I realized I got really lazy there. Like, I didn't do any work. And I was like, oh, they're really spiritual in Byron Bay but there's not really much business people, entrepreneurs, and, and conscious people. They're, like, really hippie to, there. Yeah. Did you go to the conscious communities there to figure that out? Like, how did no, you? No, I didn't. No. Just no, the no, backpackers? Yeah, it was just the vibe I got. So there's probably there could be conscious communities there that I, uh, that I could have vibed with, but I just mm. didn't feel it, to be honest. Yeah, but when, when I, I was in Byron, like, I couldn't find any hippies. I was so disappointed. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, where are the hippies? (laughs) Backpackers, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I was just in the streets and, like, you know, the main areas, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think back in the day it used to be the hippies would be everywhere in the vans, uh, and they. what I've heard is Byron Bay is now all the hippies, like those hippies have moved to different 
hounds now because it's a bit more. It's too class. strict there. Very strict there. Yeah, it's very hard to like sleep in vans. I found a good. I found a few good places that mm-hmm. um, I never got bothered in. But um, but yeah, I went to Byron Bay. Loved it there. But Gold Coast for me, I instantly clicked with the community. So there was, for me personally, I I knew I was lacking brotherhood. Like I I have I've always had mates. I've always had friends. But I I I never could find brotherhood the depth that I was looking for in other men be honest and so within two weeks um i met a guy here from adelaide and he moved up here and he's involved in all the men's groups and he got me connected to all the men up here and i've been going to events here and it's been amazing so every week i've been going to a men's circle it's a very intimate um there's only about 12 men but it's very uh a lot of shadow work a lot of um accountability a lot of like directness a lot of uh could call it dark masculine like letting out your rage and and you know basically letting out all your shadows all your shames in this men's circle and for me i've never had that i've been in circles before but i haven't had it just purely men and with men i actually trust so for me that's something i've been doing the last two and a half three months now i've been doing this men's circle for every week and it's been one of the greatest things i've ever fucking done as a as a male it's been life-changing it's just something about having men around you that mm. because the, the thing is with men too unconsciously we're in competition with other men because we're animals right we're animals and and the lion the biggest the alpha lion gets the gets the the what do you call it the um what's the female lion can't even remember, <laughs> can't oh. remember the name of no, that's a baby. No, 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 no. what's the female lion called i can't even remember i don't know anyways oh. the alpha it's doing my head in now. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Is a female lion? That's not a lion. It's a. People are going to be listening to this going, you idiot. It's this. What is it? Anyway, it's moving on. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. It's, it's, it's completely gone. But yeah, the, the alpha lion gets the female. Okay. Yeah. And, we're, and so subconsciously, a lot of us men do that. We're in competition with each other. And I didn't realize how much I was. The, I, subconsciously it's not like i'm consciously doing it and i don't i didn't feel safe with other men because mm-hmm. there was always this kind of like i did but i didn't if you know what i mean on a very deep level a lot of men don't feel safe with other men they might be close with men but they don't tell each other their shames they don't tell each other their shadows mm-hmm. they, don't, they like don't go deep with a lot of young men these days they're almost in competition with like who can get the drunkest, who can like, you know, sleep with the most girls, who can like it's so it's not even productive anymore. It's not even like who can hunt for the most food or, you know, who can be the smartest. It's like actually so dumb. Well, if well that was that was me growing up. That I think that's been going on for a long time. That was who who can who can, you know, who can sleep with the most girls? Who who got the hottest skill? Who did this? Who did like it was so growing up, it was literally competition. Like, like mm. I had mates, but it was like, you were the man if you had the most girls. You were the man if you could get the most attention with girls. You, do you know what I mean? So uh, that doesn't switch off. It kind of goes in the background, but you've got this underlying competition. And, and competition could be healthy in healthy environments, but when it's your, um, the only thing you know with other men, deep down, it's not healthy. 
So for me, having men, it's actually taken me a little bit to get used to it with other men not competing. In fact, we push each other, we, we challenge each other, but it's purely like we're there for each other and there's no competition, it's a lot of trust. And something that's going on inside of me, which I know is deep, that I can't wait to do this for other men too. In when I come back to Adelaide, I feel like I'll be doing something similar and doing some men's groups because I feel like even though there are men's groups there, I didn't really vibe and I feel like I want to bring my own thing back there eventually because it's lacking, mm-hmm. it's definitely mm-hmm. lacking. Yeah, I think Adelaide can grow in many areas with all of that stuff. Yeah. Especially, well, like, I went to Gold Coast, and so I know what's out there, and it's really, really good down there. Like, so nice. There's I feel every, like every... it's the weather. Like, the yeah, weather well, helps it, so it much, is. doesn't it? I'm looking out the window. It's fucking – it looks like summer. It's like, oh, I'm hot today. I've been sweating. So – People are outside, people are connecting, people are moving, people are active, people are always, and, you know, uh, it's hard in winter when it's pouring rain to, you know, go out because you're in hibernation. You want to stay and cuddle with your partner and you want to stay by yourself. So I get it. It is harder and Gold Coast because the weather's so good. People are literally way more active, connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So to finish off, is there anything you're currently working towards, like a goal or project? You mentioned like a new course you want to make. What's that all about? Well, it's an old course. So what I'm doing is because um, I, I used to help just men with anxiety and I realised I help men with a lot more with anxiety. So I've got six pillars. There's mindset, there's self-love, there's nervous system regulation, there's con- external connection, there's um, I call it heels, which is um, – Hydration, eat, activity, uh, light and sleep, which is the basics we all need. And I can't even remember the last uh, pillar, but basically there's six pillars that I help men with. So what I'm doing is I'm getting the old, because I've got old courses that are still unteachable and I'm just repackaging them. So there's six pillars and people, um, so say a man is struggling with uh, purpose, but he's great in relationships. Well, he can buy the, the purpose course and do the purpose and values and learn about himself if he's if he knows his purpose but he's struggling with anxiety then he can do the self-love the, the nervous system pillar so i'm just i'm restructuring things now to help men in different areas mm, sounds awesome nice yeah, thank you thank yeah you. well thanks for coming on where can people find you aaron especially if there are men and they're struggling with all the things you've touched on where yeah. can he find you uh, first, first of all, thank you for having me. And they can find me on Instagram, which is, I think it's healing.all.things on Instagram. And Facebook, it's Aaron Cartwright. You can just add me on my, I do a lot of stuff on my personal page. So Aaron Cartwright, my personal page, or Aaron Cartwright. What have I called myself? I changed that name heaps on my business thing. I think it's Aaron Cartwright. Men's coach, I think it's called. I'll have it in the description anyway if they miss it. That's amazing. Thank you. Appreciate you. Well, enjoy sunny Gold Coast. I know if other listeners are from Adelaide, they're probably envious, thinking, hmm, how do I get myself up there too? But yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love the point of 
emphasizing the fact of you could have stayed in Adelaide and been, you know, mediocre and had a good life still, but you know, you knew that you could jump in a van and window shop, which I think is so fun. Like, why don't we window shop where we want to live just because you're born? Exactly. You don't have to stay there. Um, Exactly. So, yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure other people will be very inspired by that. Yeah, hopefully they are. Hopefully they make a decision, whether it's Gold Coast or wherever. Just plan it and do it. Life's too short. True. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.